look at that now it's recording. Yes, hello. Greetings, internet I... dwellers, and welcome to another episode of Top Shelf. <laughs> are we just going to begin now? Oh god, are we recording? Is that the start? <laughs> I'm perfectly content with that being the beginning, yeah, if you want to just start. Okay. Alright. Hello, Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Top Shelf, which we promise will be more comedic and upbeat compared to the last episode, yes. which was Platoon. Oh my goodness. And we are, this will be released two, a week from this coming Saturday, but yes. we are recording it literally the day after we watch Platoon. So this like, was a Less good than change. 24 hours later, we yeah. are watching and recording this movie. Don't think that's going to be a recurring occurrence that we're always going to record that far in advance. It just kind of no. happened. Two, two Saturdays from now... Well, not this coming Saturday, but next Saturday. I will have just finished orchestra camp watching children for a week. So we decided to do time. this And I now. have to go live at college for yes. a week. So we figured we'd watch this film. So what did you say we watched? What was it the film we watched? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even say. Oh, sorry. We're watching... Um, a night, we watched A Night at the Opera, a which night... is number 85 on the list. <laughs> Our entire episode is just thrown off because we just started. <laughs> well, it kind of works because this is a Marx Brothers movie That's from true. 1935. There you go. So... It's funny. It's funny. A lot more upbeat. And slapstick. And, and people funny. don't die. No, no one dies. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. It was a good. It's film. a Marx Brothers movie. You can't not enjoy it. This is very true. I, Karen, don't get mad at me because I know you're listening <laughs> to this episode. I don't generally watch the Marx Brothers movies on my own free will. Mm -hmm. It's either because I'm being for not forced, <laughs> but strongly suggested that I watch Duck Soup, or I'm watching it because it's on this list. Right. I don't dislike them. I think they're very funny, but they're not something I watch for my own entertainment value. And the, in all honesty, it's not my my style of comedy and, so much. And that's exactly the thing. It's that it's there. It, it's it's that older vaudevillian style of comedy. It's the same thing. If you had the Marx Which, Brothers, the Three Stooges, Abbott and Costello, they were you all and that. Karen were both raised on. Right. You watched these as children. I did not. Right. And I think that's my family. Part of I grew up watching Monty Python. Right. That's what we watched. So it's 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 definitely like one of Holy those. Grail. It's 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 one of those things where it's it's an. I want to say it's an acquired taste to like movies like this. It's not saying that anybody's bad. I don't dislike them, though, but it makes it sound like, when you say it like that, it makes it sound like I dislike them. No, no. I don't and dislike them. I just don't go out of my way to watch them. Right. It's not a film that you would naturally just be like, oh, let's pop on a Marx Brothers film. No. Whereas for I would me, be like, oh, I'll pop on an Abbott and Costello movie. For me, it's like, oh, let's pop on, like, I've watched, what's a movie I've watched a thousand bajillion times? Like a, 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 a comedy. Goodfellas? Oh. <laughs> a, a comedy that I've watched a hundred oh, bajillion Goodfellas? times. Goodfellas? No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're funny. <laughs> I'm like, hilarious. Um, I don't know. I really like... Probably oh, Forgetting my... Sarah Marshall. Okay. I've watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall probably 250 times in my life. Yeah. Which is a good movie. Yeah, it is. But it's not something <sighs> that, that, you know, a lot of people it. that are going to go out of their way to watch. Right. So anyway, that's our opinion <laughs> on the movie. So don't... Or our thoughts We on the movie. enjoyed the movie. Yes. Don't it's think a good do movie. It's very it. funny. It is very funny, and I highly recommend people watching it. Yes. It is an 8 out of 10 on IMDb, and yeah. there is no Metascore. No Metascore. Because it is from 1935. Yep. So we, we got to figure out when they started doing the Metascores, because what it, we were, it's so far... It's, it's been a while since we've had one. Yeah. I was going to say, it seems to be the newer the films that have the Metascores on them. So, um, real quick side note, for any of you who do enjoy the Marx Brothers and do enjoy this film, if you want to see a modern version of this exact same story... Seek out the 1992 film Brain Donors. I was raised on that film, and I find a lot of my comedic jokes 
very similar to the humor that's in that. That is basically a... They tried in the early 90s. It stars John Turturro, better known as the guy from, what, Transformers and Big Lebowski and, you know, Rear Window... Or not Rear Window, sorry, uh, uh, Secret Window with Johnny Depp. And you you know the man. You you know, he plays Jesus in Big Lebowski. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's also in Do the Right Thing. Yes, Do the Right Thing. He was the he was one of the, the sons of the Italian uh, pizza shop owner. Um he he stars as the Mark, Groucho Marx character in that film, and that film takes its plot from this movie. That's kind of the reason why I was bringing it up. Uh, but it was kind of just a modern take of that type of jokes, that type of humor, that type of plot point. I thoroughly enjoy that movie. That the dialogue in that film is really well written, and it harks to this to the Marx Brothers and this type of quick witted humor. So I would definitely say it's it's a good it's a good that's a good film to watch as well if you enjoy this film. Sorry, that's a little side plug just because I feel like I'm one of the only people in the world that knows what brain donors is. So yes. <laughs> so yeah, so watch watch that film if you wish to. Anyways, this film. Uh do you want to do your summary? Yes, it's short. It's simply you're ruining everything. <laughs> Because, oh, it's sorry, good. the plot. Yes, do the, the plot, plot film. Sorry. I, I like was, your version. Um, your version you're ruining is a little everything. teaser. <laughs> um, sorry, I got distracted. As we we're recording this, we found out that James Gandolfini has died. Yes. Literally, like, what, we found out an hour ago? Yeah, I found out an hour ago. I had to stop the movie, basically, yeah, that because was, we found out he that's died. That's upsetting. So, sorry. That was, that Which, was by the little... time you're listening to this, that happened two weeks ago. So, probably, or a week it's and a half ago. Sad. But it's still very sad. So, everyone go watch The Sopranos. Which we're going to. Yep, pretty much. Um, <laughs> Check out our next podcast. Yeah, which yeah. Uh... <laughs> Where we live tweet every episode of The Sopranos. Oh, my goodness. It'd be so long. Let's so, yes. See. The summary for a this film. A sly business manager and his two wacky friends of two opera singers... Help them achieve success while humiliating their stuffy and snobbish enemies. Right. Also, you're ruining everything. You're ruining everything. Because there's a scene, not a spoiler, at the end where Harpo is literally, like, destroying everything on stage. And it's like, oh my gosh. You're ruining everything. You're ruining everything. You're ruining everything. Ah, oh, you're making it worse. <laughs> uh, I even put three exclamation points. You're ruining everything. Because that's how much you're ruining it. it. He literally, that entire stage got brought down oh, in the and, end. And everyone's costumes. It was awful. It was ugly. <laughs> it was ugly. <laughs> you're ruining everything. Well, let me do my award. Okay. <laughs> Sadly, this film does not have any awards. Uh, did not win any awards. Was not nominated for any awards ever. Uh, really... Look at the time frame that it was it was released in. Look at what was popular at the time. Look at the type of movie that it is. At that period, it wasn't a film that would have been nominated for a lot of stuff. Because they would make so many of these films a year. Generally, the studio just didn't bother trying to nominate it for anything. Because it was one of those cheapy films that they could just use existing movie sets. Throw a story together. Film on them. And then, you know, boom, you have a film done. So, no no awards, uh, no nominations, no wins over the years. However, it was entered into the National Film Registry in 1993. So, it That's is part good. of the film registry. Um, I can't believe that Platoon wasn't But Platoon was registry. not. Which is, you know... It goes to show you what again. That's another one of those things where I would like to know, much like why we like to know why this why these movies are on these lists. I want to know what constitutes a film to be entered into the National Film Registry, because 
some of them I understand, but there's some of the other ones where it's like, well, why was that one over this one? I'm sure they will be eventually, but... Yeah, because yeah, there's lists of movies online mm-hmm. where people are like, why isn't this on it? Why isn't this on it? So, it's hard. It's kind of hard to say. So, yeah. And there's no technology really to talk no about. Tec- no it, technology. This might be a short episode. We, it, that has. I feel like that tends to happen with the comedies because we have nothing like, in-depth to discuss about them. Right. Because they're comedies, I guess. <laughs> it's like, there's nothing that really happens in those movies. I mean, I have some trivia, but not, like, a lot. Okay. Because a lot of it, it was kind of, like, I don't know, a lot of it's a lot, is very wordy. So if you want, again, like all my trivia, if you want to go read IMDb, please feel free. Okay. Well, go ahead and do your trivia, okay. and then I'll do my stuff, and then we'll finish. Okay. <laughs> it will be a short episode. Boom, 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 done. And we're done. In the scene where Harpo, Chico, and... Say, let me restart that because I thought I could cut out words in here and I cannot. In the scene where Harpo Marx, Chico Marx, and Alan Jones are impersonating the three aviators in front of the mayor, Groucho Marx turns around to speak to them in a foreign language. What is actually being said is a direct response to the accusation of imposters, only the audio track is played backwards. Ah, gotcha. And then it sounded sounded backwards. The first time Groucho Marx actually says, Did you hear what he said? He said you were frauds and imposters, which is then followed by Chico and. Chico Marx and Ricardo protesting loudly, how can he say a thing like that? That's ridiculous and other such comments. Huh. So that's interesting. That's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a subtle effect to make it Probably sound like gibberish. the most technological thing that happened. Look, you took the only tech section thing I could have. <laughs> I am sorry. You will get over Fine. it. Fine. I'm done with that section. Fine. Fine. This is the first Marx Brothers <laughs> film made without brother Zeppo Marx. Oh. And it started a new trend of the Marx Brothers movies featuring a Zeppo-like supporting character who carries the love story and sings the song. That's very true. So that was Alan, Alan Jones. Was he did, he name? did follow along the, what would have, because Zeppo basically was the straight man. Alan, the yeah, Alan Jones. Yeah. A persistent rumor involves the presence of the Marx Brothers' father, Sam Marx, a.k.a. Frenchie. Okay. In the film as the ship leaves the dock. He is not in the film because he died in 1933. This movie is from 1935. So if he was in the film, that would be creepy. The rumor came about because he had had a cameo in a similar scene in Monkey Business. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Harpo Marx did many of his own stunts. So I wasn't off base when I said that Harpo Marx was apparently an incredible acrobat. This is true. He, he's incredible. He later said it was a silly thing for a 47-year-old non-stunt man to have done. That's very true. But it's a look at the time frame. They would have done, they would have had the actors do it. Because they were from a vaudevillian group. They were from yeah. that physical humor. Chaplin mm-hmm. was the same way. He did a lot of his own Charlie stuff. Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> is there a reason you said it with that accent? <laughs> I may have been watching, um, whatchamacallit. Oh, I'm so glad you cleared that up for me. Shut up. <laughs> Big Bang Theory the other night. All right. Ugh. Continue. The film was originally to have begun with each of the Marx Brothers taking turns roaring in lieu of Leo the Lion, which is MGM's mascot. Yep, yep. Harpo Marx was to have honked his horn. They should have left it like that. That, <laughs> that would have been hysterical. Been yeah, it would have. Is it true that the lion from the MGM logo was killed immediately after they filmed it? I do not know. Um, I have heard that rumor, but I have never we found We should look any, it up and report back. I have never found any straightforward answers to say whether or not that actually is true. That's what I, that's the legend that I've always heard. An Seems addition- like they would have done that. Maybe. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Anyway, an additional scene was cut from the picture in subsequent releases and is now considered lost. The scene occurred just after the scene in the park where Rosa tells her friends she has been fired from the opera. 
The Marx Brothers, Rosa, and Ricardo hop on a passing fire engine, which takes them to the opera house. After lighting his cigar on the fire engine smokestack, Groucho Marx comments, this is the first car I've ever been in where the cigarette lighter actually works. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that scene. It's very much so the right type of humor. They, maybe they did it in another maybe film. It was, or maybe it was a Charlie Chaplin thing that I'm thinking of. Could be. Maybe. This was the Marx Brothers' first film with MGM. In preparation, MGM sent them on a nationwide tour performing potential bits live before current MGM films were shown. This opportunity for advanced audience feedback is one reason this film became known as one of their best. See, that'd be so weird because that would be that would be like your modern day equivalent of that would be like Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson making a movie. Or not do like like yeah like Will like uh, Will Ferrell doing a movie. You know what it is? Huh. It's essentially the old school version of doing the talk show circuit. Yeah, it is. Except that you're you're performing part of your your act, whereas they would have see they were doing it to try to get feedback on it. So they were doing bits that were going to be in the film. Yeah, think so, about it now. When people go on like Conan, yeah. they bring clips of their. They bring film. clips of it. So it's it's it would be the modern day equivalent to it. It would just be weird that you would go to the movie theater and see and them, the actor like, would be there. Yeah, it'd just be messed up. It'd be cool. It would be very cool to do that, but it'd be weird. It would be weird. You'd be like, why are you here? You're supposed to be on the screen, not in person. Go away. Sam Wood, who's the director of yeah. this movie, was a freshman director for Marx Brothers in this film. And he was a perfectionist. In the scene in which Harpo Marx hangs from the rope, it was filmed so many times that his hands became cut and swollen from the rope. Huh. Wow. Yep. So way too anal when it came mm-hmm. to the production of the film. So there's a scene where it's called the famous stateroom scene. Okay. Okay. You know what we're talking about because we watched the movie. Yep, yep. The famous stateroom scene was originally conceived as a way of getting a cheap laugh by having Groucho Marx crowded out of his room, changing his pants in the corridor. After this was not liked by test audiences because this was 1935, so the code was in effect. Yep, yep. Um, the current scene was improvised on the spot. A total of 15 people were in the scene. Driftwood, the stowaways, Fiorello, Tommaso, and Ricardo, who were in the trunk. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh... There's Groucho, Chico, Chico, or uh, Chico, Chico, Harpo, and Alan Jones. Yep. <laughs> um, so two through four. Two chambermaids, five and six. An engineer who comes in to turn off the heat is number seven. A manicurist is number eight. The engineer's burly assistant is number nine. A young woman looking for her aunt Minnie and asking to use a phone is number ten. A cleaning woman is number eleven. And four staff stewards bearing trays of food are twelve through fifteen. <laughs> they all tumble out when Mrs. Claypool opens the door. Classic comedy. Mm-hmm. Physical comedy. I don't think you would see that much nowadays. Though that same gag is used in the 1992 film Brain Donors. <laughs> for, sorry. <laughs> I keep just doing yes, that. Anyways. Do. It's a good movie. I enjoy it. It was a good movie. Do, 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 do. Sorry, I'm kind of scamming. I'm scanning the <laughs> trivia just to see if there's anything I miss. That's not... And it's sorry, yeah, again, the, the, this film, it, it, I agree that there's, there's a, we kind of have the same structure when it comes to a lot of these movies, like similar movies along this line where it's it's hard to come up with a lot of our talking points. We would more or less are well, just going to be talking about it. Well, that's why we abandoned the very yes. strict, rigid, we must only talk about these talking points and not talk about anything else. And it was required that we did that through gritted teeth, too, I noticed. That it was is. on your... Why are we in charge? I have no idea. 
<laughs> in exasperation, after several attempts to have Groucho Marx read one of his lines in the manner director Sam Wood had requested, Wood exclaimed, I guess you just can't make an actor out of clay. Groucho Marx instantly responded, nor a director out of Wood. It's funny because his last name was Wood. Self-reference. This is Groucho Marx's favorite movie that he made. It's a good, it's a well-done movie. The, the writing is very well done in it. It's very well paced. The performance is well paced and mm-hmm. it's... And the opera that they interrupt is Il Travatore. Which, I'm trying to think of what movie it's more well-known. Well, the or it's chorus in. is in everything. Yeah. Dun, 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 I was just going to cut it's, that it's in, Verity. but you can it's sing Verity. it. That's perfectly okay, I am too. going to school for music. <laughs> I've been in school for music for eight years. I'm allowed to sing the anvil chorus if I want to. I would have quit by now. Nope. So, Forever. Forever. I will move on to my things I've learned. Okay. Six you have things. a lot? Okay, I have six, six things. Not six a lot, things. but I have six. Number one, physical abuse was perfectly okay for anyone in theater during the 1930s. I.E. I bumped the you table. You bumped the I'm table. I.E. Um, the, uh, the, the jerk, evil, bad guy opera singer mm-hmm. beating around He beats the crap Harpo. out of Harpo. Yeah, like he has He's a like, whip at one point. Yeah, he beats him with mean. a cane. It's okay. Harpo gets his revenge. Yes, he does. He bangs him in the head. By bangs waking in up head in the middle a... of a group of uh, Vietnam soldiers and grabbing a gun. <laughs> That's horrible. Don't All bring right. up Don't Not going to bring up platoon. platoon. That was a self-referential oh. episode. Okay, number oh, two platoon. of things I learned. You can throw flowers up into the air and they would magically vanish. Yes. Very true. Number three, all theaters have comically oversized hammers available. In which Harpo will bang you on the head, bring you back with spelling salts, and then bang you in the head again. Indeed. <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> Number four, all bad guys fit into the cliche evil look, though somehow no one realizes they're evil. Little mustache. The little mustache and the accent. Number five, if you want to burn... <laughs> Sorry, Jeff goes, how are... They? Okay, there's a scene in the movie when they're getting on a boat. Yep. Jeff goes, why are they getting on the boat if they're going to New York? I'm like, because they're in Italy. And Jeff goes, oh, where did that happen? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Completely missed they were in Italy in the beginning of this film. And yeah, and then I'm like, oh, and they're going to New York. you paying attention. I did... They never... I don't remember them mentioning it. I completely I think it's spaced. on, like, the title card. Was it on the oh, title yeah, card? Or something. But, like, they, they, they were in Italy, and then I'm like, okay, whatever. And they said, oh, we're going to go to New York. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then it was halfway through them getting on the boat that I went... Wait, why are they getting on a boat? Because <laughs> I thought they were elsewhere in the country. Like, no, I thought L.A. or Chicago or no, something. they're in Italy. No, Hence yeah, they the are. Italian accents. Yeah, what Italian accents? Everybody in this movie speaks American. Speaks American? <laughs> not yes. Eng- not English. American. We speak American. We this speak is America. America. This America. is America. We speak American. Oh, goodness. Number five. If you want to burst into a song, no worries. There will be someone with a guitar and an invisible orchestra nearby that will know exactly what song you want to sing. That happened in the scene when she was getting on the boat. That happens in my life. It's true. I wish that happened in mine. And number six, people in the 30s took the phrase, the show must go on very seriously, even if the show and stage surrounding the singing actors is physically falling apart. Lights go off, stage, like, the the, 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 oh, the wings are going in and out. People are trying to walk on the stage. There's a guy who tears the background yep. scenery, <laughs> steals yep. the lead singer's wig. No one stops. Yep. Nobody stops. Uh-uh. It just keeps going. It just so, keeps on going. Quite hilarious. It keeps on going. So, yes, that was the six things that I learned from A Night at the Opera. So now, thoughts. 
What are your thoughts regarding this film? We kind of already talked a lot, a lot of them, but... I feel like it's okay where it is. Okay. I think there's... I think Duck Soup is the only other movie... Okay, I have to make a confession. I confuse the name of Charlie Chaplin movies with names of some Marx Brothers movies. It's okay. Not on purpose. No. It's, again, it's one of those, unless you know them, you can get like, easily confused. Like, I know confused. One Night at the Opera is Marx Brothers, and right. I know Duck Soup is Marx Brothers. Right. And, like, is A Day at the Races, Marx yes. Brothers? All the ones I know are the names of Queen albums. This is very true. Because Queen named most of their albums this after... This is true. There are two, like, at least two of their good albums from the 70s were named after Marx Brothers films. Yep. It's the two with the covers that kind of are similar to one another. Yes. Um, because, let's see. Yeah. The Gold Rush is Charlie Chaplin. Yes. Right? Modern Times is Charlie Chaplin. Okay, and that, I think that's the one that I... Get, that I get confused on. I yeah. think it's just modern times. Okay. Is the general... The Great Dictator. Okay. Then I don't know what the general is. That's on the list. Okay. It's new on the list. Yeah, The Great Dictator was the one where he, uh, Chaplin, uh, okay. rips Hitler. So I think modern times is the one I get confused. Okay. So yes, there are two on this list. It's Duck Soup, which is, I think, a good... Nah, Isn't it's that not, higher? It's, it's number 60, so it's not like... Okay. An exceedingly high, higher. But it's higher than this film. Duck Soup tends to be the one that most people know. That's the only other one I have seen. Whereas a lot of people might recognize the whole opera thing, the whole end sequence of this one, where Harpo's destroying the set. Basically, Mm -hmm. I think spoilers. uh, (laughs) I think um, I think most people might recognize that, but they won't. They won't. Wouldn't be able to name the film it was from. Here's. Here's something to put it into perspective a little bit. In the top 25 films, yep. there is one comedy. Which would be... Some Like It Hot. Okay. I was trying, I was trying to think off the top of my head. So it's... it's a, Which which makes sense because I think the films that get more... Comedies very rarely get awards or get a lot of recognition. Because I think uh, I think still there's a part of Hollywood, there's a part of the world that sees, that sees comedies as, oh, this is just a cheapy thing. This is a cheap film. It's that old school mentality. Scheme of things. There's not okay. I guess we could consider Swing Time a comedy. No. Bringing Up Babies a comedy. Yep. A Night at the Opera is a comedy. Is The Apartment a comedy? I do not know because I don't remember. I think that's the one. Is that the one with Jack Lemmon? I think that's oh, I'm or Tony Curtis, Jack Lemmon. Yeah, Jack Lemmon and Shirley MacLaine. Yeah, Jack Lemmon. Yeah, no, yeah. It, well, it's a comedy drama romance. But it's got them in it, right? It's Billy I'm Wilder. Thinking, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So eh, it's a rom com. I would still consider it to be a comedy. But then you have um, like is a comedy. Yep. You're gonna have the gold. American Graffiti is borderline. That's on the list? Yeah, it's number sixty two. American Graffiti? Yeah, I'm really excited to watch it because I've never seen it. Isn't it George Lucas? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and it's not even new, and it moved fifteen spots from the last Up? ten years. Yeah. It was number seventy seven. I'm sorry, 62. my head my head is in my hand right now. In a folks. good way or a bad way. I'm just confused that that movie's on the list. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was the first, like, major film. It wasn't the first film he did, but, wow, that movie's on the list? All mm-hmm. right. All right, whatever. Would The Gold Rush be considered a comedy? Yes, because that's... Okay, so Gold one. Rush, Duck, Duck Soup, that's not in the right order, Modern Times way. is on there. So there's really, out of the hundred, there's probably only, what, Where like, is Modern Times? 20 films that are comedies? I did think I Modern Times is, uh, is is, like, in the 70s. Did I miss it? I'm. Oh, I did. Yep, Modern Times. It's coming up. But yeah, so it's Annie Hall, Doctor Strange Love. I'm gonna be. um, um, Yeah, Annie Hall is gonna be fun. 
I sense some sarcasm in that, Jeffrey. I'm not a huge Woody Allen fan. I'm not either. It's okay. And it's it's just going to be and one And then, of like, those. some like it hot. So really, and that's it. So really, probably maybe no more than 20 films. Maybe, maybe, maybe less than 15. Not even, like, 10. Okay. So, which, again, like I said, that mentality... Schindler's List is a comedy. Well, I get... No, I, sorry. I lied. Singing in the Rain is number five. Well, oh, okay. it's not necessarily a straight-up comedy. But it's not a straightforward drama funny. or anything like that. I think it's got humor in it. So, it's... I've it's, never seen Singing in the Rain. I'm really excited to watch it. It's one of those where, yeah, again, that mentality... Singing that in the rain. <laughs> That old-school mentality about the, the comedy films were just not movies that a lot of people revered. It was not something that everybody made a big deal about. So that's why the comedy films don't get up there, but the dramas and the actions and the th- well, not even actions to an extent, but the the dramas are the ones that are the, get all the attention right. for most films. So, but anyways, I enjoy the film. You said you're content with where it's at on the list. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm glad. I'm happy it's on the list. I'm happy there's two Marx Brothers movies. Yeah, on the list. it's I very mean, true. It could be. Worse. There's no Three Stooges. It there's no Abbott and Costello. There's no Martin and Lewis, and those are my favorite ones. But you know, I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> yeah, obviously not. Not at all, no. obviously. But it, I'm, I'm glad it's on the list. I'm glad where it's at. I don't think it needs to be higher. I'm happy that it's as high as it is because, in all fairness, it could have been a hell of a lot lower. It could have been like 99 been. or 100 for that matter. So I'm glad that it is. And I'm glad the duck soup's higher. So. Yes. That's all I got, really, for this one. So what is our next films that we our are watching? Our next film is Easy Rider. Ooh, Easy which Rider. Which I'm really excited about because it's 60s counterculture, which I studied kind of in depth in grad school because mm-hmm. my thesis is on Bob Dylan. So that is entirely up So I studied that, that era a lot. Like, I was looking at the soundtrack, and it's like Bob Dylan and the band and a bunch of other... I was saying that's Dennis Hopper and Peter Fonda. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. Dennis Hopper directed that one. Yes, he I did. forgot. And he Peter Fonda it. wrote it with other people. With Dennis Hopper is one of them. <laughs> well, it says and others. And yeah, others. Dennis Hopper and Terry Southern. Phil Spector. Oh, and it's interesting because it's from 1969, so it's not like it's even that far removed from no. the actual. Because I feel like, from what I remember, and I could be wrong, um. That counterculture period kind of lasted like sixty five to seventy five, so they mm-hmm. must—they were kind of in the middle right of in it. The midst of it. Jack Nicholson is in this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Steppenwolf yeah. is on the soundtrack. The Birds are on the soundtrack. The band, the Holy Modal Rounders, who I swear to God, I'm like the only person outside of that era who knows who that <laughs> band is. Jimi Hendrix experience. So the soundtrack will be good. Are we going to be doing a special section of that episode Maybe. dedicated to the soundtrack? Maybe. We should do, maybe we should open that or add that to a possibility of something to talk about when it comes to some of these films. If we the film could. has a good soundtrack to it, it'd be good for Star Wars. We could talk about the score. Yes. So maybe that is something Star we could Wars. definitely do. So that's not so, for really, really No, it's a really very long, long time, time from now. That'll be when we're like 28 years older. And <laughs> the, I will be probably 28. You will be 28 by, the time by we that get point. There. I'll be dead. Um, <laughs> no, you won't. And it'll be like, well, I'm still doing be, a podcast. No, but maybe that'll be a good section. Be the dead. <laughs> we can add that to the to this to the show if we come across a movie that's got a really good soundtrack or a really well known soundtrack. Probably gonna have that'll a really be another good one. Yep. Well, well, maybe we'll bring it up and maybe we'll uh, maybe maybe we'll include samples of songs in the podcast for people. I don't think I'm okay with that. Why not? I don't know. I don't samples like of pe- songs. I don't like when people do that. We're not going to talk over the songs. Okay, then that's fine. We'll just play a small portion okay. of it and then come okay. back. We'll talk about it off camera or microphone. Because we're not on camera. Off microphone. Well, yeah. people, so you think. give us your feedback. <laughs> yes. If you would like that, let us know. We want to talk not... about the soundtrack. Would you, If you would like samples of the music 
Please in the let episode. Us know. Let us know. But we'll we'll start a thing on. Uh, can we do a poll on Facebook? We sure. Do a poll. We'll do a poll on Facebook. We can do that. People vote if they if they get maybe enough. Maybe not an actual poll. Maybe just like a comment or a like <laughs> or a like. So we'll oh, we'll we'll discuss technical. it. I'm but lazy. it'll be. Oh, I'll take care of it. I'll do Meh. it. Don't worry. So Meh. we'll see what happens when we get to that movie. But yeah, after that. That's all I got. Okay. And I'm excited. For and I'm excited for Easy Rider. Yes. Ah! That'd be great. Looking forward to that. That'd be good. All right. Well, okay. that's a shorter episode. Sorry, folks. It's a little shorter uh, than normal. But, uh, oh, let me do my quick okay. plugging uh, for Define. You're really close to the microphone when you just said that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have the computer tilted, so I can't see it. I didn't think you wanted to see this. I would like to know what the time it's oh, at. Oh, okay. Um. So, anyways. Oh, we're well, almost uh, at a half quick, an hour. So quick, I, you had me thinking it was like a 16 minute long episode. Oh, no, 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 no. We usually do like a half, like do like 35, 40 minute okay. podcast. So continue quick, with your plugging. Quick, quick plugging. Everybody who hasn't yet, find us on facebook.com slash AFI. Thank you to everyone who has found us. Yes, thank you for everybody who has found us on there and liked the page. Thank you very much. Please continue to share the page with your friends, anybody who you would think might like this podcast. Also, find us on iTunes. Uh, just search Top Shelf AFI on iTunes. You will find our podcast. Please rate us. You don't have to comment. We don't, you know, we don't mind if you don't comment. At least just rate it because that makes us happy and it, it makes us like know that you guys like us. Exactly. It's a little graphic you click. How hard is that? So, it's and not. subscribe I do it to all us. The time. <laughs> subscribe to us on iTunes so you can get up to date all the episodes that we release when they're released every Saturday at noon. Also, find us on ghosthat.net to listen if you do not want to subscribe. Noon but Central please subscribe. Time. Yes, I apologize. We forgot to mention that in the last episode. These episodes are released 12 o'clock Central Time just because that's where we are. So, <laughs> great. The now they know time. what's now we time know where zone. We are. You know, that only narrows it down to what? 20 states so please do find us on ghosthat.net or top shelf afi on the facebook or top shelf afi on itunes thank you guys please continue to like and rate us yay please and thank you yay, and, thank you. yay. Thank you. and that's all i got so i'm jeff i'm Lindsay. that was a weak ending that's not how we end things. <laughs> i know that's not how we they end just it. like threw it off like no, totally no, threw it well off. we threw out the beginning so i figured we might as well oh, throw off enough, the ending off too the end. you're ruining everything i'm ruining everything wait till the next episode when i change it all entirely and it's not even me it's colin who <laughs> can't see the look i just gave right now this is my podcast it was damn scary it. and i will make the decisions through my teeth. We're going to bring back the gritted teeth, Gritted aren't we? All right, We're going to do the entire Easy Rider episode with the gritted teeth. Good night, Radio Rahim. Nice. <laughs> and it's all uphill from here. It's all uphill. Bye, Yay, everybody. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> what is with the goodbye? I don't know. I, I like, don't the, like goodbye. the goodbye. Why? I don't know. It's never goodbye. It's always see you later. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Oh my god. I have no idea what's even going on. Guys, it's not even that late when we're recording this, and we're not even tired. Really. Welcome to the inside of my head. From my brain. From my brain From inside my brain out. and my skull and my brain. Goodbye. Okay, that's... <laughs> just shut it down. And just make it... Go. Make it go away. <laughs> make it stop. Make it stop. For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net.